Welcome to the Effects Loop. I'm Diaz. I'm Scott. And we're keeping you in the loop of the guitar community. This episode is brought to you by Big Ear Pedals. Mm. You heard me, people. That's the uh, slogan. Big, yeah. How do you... Use coupon code DEBOOPDOOPDAPT for 5% off your next purchase. Grant, Grant's calling me. How do you spell that? <laughs> Sorry, Grant. Go to BigEarPedals.com. We don't have a coupon code, but you can type some random stuff in and see if it works. Um... Uh, but you know, it's a fantastic company. They show us a lot of love. We should, we show them a lot of love. I mean, the woodcutter is one of the best rat variants out there. The Albi is a lot of fun. Uh, if you don't like tweaking with pedals and just getting a great sound right away. And uh, I mean, they've just got so much great stuff on their website. So go check it out. Uh, yeah. I mean like the, like we, you, you a little, you, you apparently went on 60 cycle hum the other day and talked a little I bit did. about my uh my view on the albi of um <laughs> oh yeah it, casting well, it, it in a negative light where it's like eh, it, i don't think my, it was a ne- i don't think it was a negative light because i i was i expressed very much the fact that uh you like tweaking with pedals and i, do. I mean that's and, and 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 i am more of a I like being able to plug it in if it has a great sound. I love just I love being inspired by the sound. Not yeah. saying you don't, but you're more of a pedal tweaker than I am. Yes, I'm more of a tweaker, despite you being from rural Tennessee. Yes, <laughs> that's oh the irony. Yeah. Um. No, I mean that's the thing. It's it, it is was it nine presets and they're all perfect. And you know that there's also like a secret thing. Yeah, inside there's a secret of it. mode. Yeah. Yeah. It, but it's but that's what it is. It it is exactly that. And so, like, if you're like, I just need this effect and I don't want to think about it, it's seriously the perfect pedal for you. Right. If you want to go crazy ramper, micro-tweaking stuff, mm, think about something else. But this is, I can see where a lot of people love this pedal, and I I get why. Well, and the the sounds it goes for is it's, it's got different, like, it's combinations of effects oh yeah it's not like it's just a chorus with nine settings you this is made to sound like the whole i mean the the like new wave chorusy like in every setting is totally is totally different so it's it's just a lot of fun too it's a very inspirational pedal where you play it and you get inspired to play something that you know it's kind of reminiscent of you know it's funny because actually plugging it in i didn't have that the, oh well this is this sound and i'm just going to play this one riff and then put the pedal away it still stood on its own oh yeah yeah it's not like it's the pedal that's it's not like they're like um you know preset one is uh letters to elise by the cure you know it's not yeah. like that so it it's it's just it gets you in that zone and that time period and that that playing style which i mean the good thing is is musical uh, is very circular in the fact of it we always re- recycle and come back around mm-hmm. and that whole um clean chorusy uh, compressed sound has made a comeback especially uh, in the p-dubs world that's been a, a thing that's that's really been used um once we've gotten out of swells uh so i mean whatever but, man i was still swelling on sunday so ah uh, yeah that's let's see what you do but yeah no no, but i was i did hang out on 60 cycle hum that was a lot of fun uh is this what's new with you i I guess it could be yeah yeah Yeah. i never go first on what's new i'm usually the one pushing us into what's new i'm going first this week guys out of the two of us oh whatever yeah Um, suck it imaginary third person yeah (laughs) um no uh some new for me this week i uh 
I was on 60 Cycle Hum's YouTube live stream thing, which isn't much to say. It's not like I was invited. Literally, Ryan posted the link in the 60 Cycle Hum group, but he had to approve you to be on. Um, that was also on there with a person named Tone Balls. So that say what you will. But it was a lot of fun because Emily from Get Offset and Philip from 40 Watt got on there. And uh, so there's a few podcasters. And of course, all we did was talk over everyone else because <laughs> that's what we do. Well, don't you also had I learned of a new channel, too, from you guys. Like, what's always fun about those hangouts is like other creators. Are you talking about on. the guitar rabbi guy? Yeah, I never I never interacted with him before. So, that yeah, was... me either. He was really cool. Honestly, yeah. I just got distracted because we were using StreamYard and we could see all the comments coming in. And I, there was people like arguing in the comment section. And then Scott got to make his eye twitch of me trying to explain that going from five watts to 10 watts isn't doubling the volume and all that, which I never claimed. I actually, did you hear the part where we were all joking that you should have been on there? Yeah. And Ryan couldn't remember my last name. That, that was fun. Yeah. That was, that was great. Scott Hamilton. <laughs> his voice like goes way up. Um, but yeah, it was, that was a lot of fun. That's that honestly was my, what's new. I, I still have not been purchasing gear. Oh, no. Well, I got some records the other day. I guess that's new. I got picked up by Huey Lewis and the News Sports on vinyl. Um, I also picked up Chevelle's Wonder What's Next. Is that their and second then, album? I, yes, I believe so. Yeah. And then uh, yeah. <clears throat> a, a Chuck Mangione album. Oh, feels so good. Feels so good, dude. Um, which thank you, King of the Hill, for that's where I learned that. Chuck Mangione. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of people, but um, sometimes one of the, maybe it does feel good to be alive. <laughs> no, that's well, not I, I went and uh, well, I, I saw it too. And uh, Jeff Clemens, he's an admin in uh, gear and some of the gear top groups, and he's been a friend of mine and uh, in groups since kind of before gear talk and all that. And uh, he's a uh, trumpet player. And I was just like, I got it, dude. And he's like, I love that album. I was like, I know you do. And it was only three bucks. So. You know, it's also a trumpet player. Ian Hirsch. Diaz. Oh, yeah. So is, so is Jonathan Diaz. Oh, you play trumpet? Mm-hmm. I started off on trumpet, uh, moved to tuba. I, I can play anything with valves. And um, Wait, are the valves the same between the instruments? I, well, the keys are different. Like, uh, the, yeah. I mean... Uh, Sorry, those uh, tr- what, trumpets key of C, or is it B flat? No, B flats. What, 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 trumpets key of C, and then like um, but yeah, like I used to go and uh, I'm gonna. This is where people actually learn of how nerdy of a musician I was. So I did band from sixth grade through high school, and uh, I'll tell you a funny story. I was I was actually very good at it um i went and uh in florida they have what's called all county and all state most most places are gonna have something close to that um but pretty much you go audition and you try to be in like the all the all county band or the all state band uh, i went and auditioned for florida all state um i sight read everything because i had no intention of trying out but i got my band teacher made me go because if they didn't have enough people they couldn't go Hmm. So he was, he was like, go. He's like, come on, you get a day out of school. Um, and it was the day of. So, and I was, uh, I was like hung over and stoned out of my mind. Um, so I went and I got second chair. <laughs> so that was, that was very interesting. But yeah, I can, I can play valved instruments. Florida. Florida man, dude. Like, like, like <laughs> legit. <laughs> Florida is insane, but uh, yeah. Anywho, what's new with you, Scott? Oh, what? everyone, Scott. Scott's in his parents' basement right now. Just throwing that out there. Yeah, I'm. 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 I guess most of my what's new is I finally got my new laptop to work with all the doodads in our podcast. That took way more effort than was worth it. What? What's the new? Is it one of the new MacBooks? Yeah, I got an M1 MacBook Pro, or okay. well, M1 Pro or Max. I don't remember which one. It's. I, it's it the 14 matter. inch with a slight upgrade it's not like the top okay. line one okay because my desktop can be my powerhouse machine i just want something with long battery life which has been fantastic for working remote um i plug in in the morning or overnight and i just work all day it's great um i didn't mean that to be an apple macbook pro endorsement but it 
here we are. Um, oh, have I got... Yeah, I got some new gear in. I definitely got some new gear in. So I did a trade. I got a... Or it wasn't a trade. I just found another one of those people that's like, I just want to sell all my pedals in one go. And took advantage of that. So um, I made the guy an offer he was happy with. And so I got a Strymon Iridium, which... You know, I've been holding off on that pedal for a while. Yeah. I'll say it's legit. It's very good. Yeah. I think it's great, um, especially loading IRs in. Yeah. It needs a spring reverb. Yeah. The room knob. I don't know. The room knob I I actually enjoyed. I thought it was a great great thing. Mm. Um, But so I got rid of mine a lot. I don't know. Mine, I just felt it was kind of sterile sounding. It needs reverb. That's what it needs. Well, or at least that's what I found it needed. Um, mm. Like once I ran that into a reverb, so I ran it from the effects loop of my quad cortex as just like the amp block. And I was like, I'm really happy with this. I can see why people really love this thing. If I had room in my big pedal board, this could have been mm-hmm. an option. It still might be an option. Actually, I, I don't know. I don't, I'm, I'm getting tired of carrying around a pedal board and a Kemper when I do. Yeah, the quad cortex board has spoiled me with how little I have to carry in. Um, so that I'm I'm definitely in that camp now where I'm just like you know, you know you don't need to carry all this stuff, right? You know, um, so I got that. I got a Mercury Seven from Maris, which is a fantastic stereo reverb. Um, and then I got uh, what was the other thing? The Nemesis delay, is it? The yeah, Nemesis from Source Audio, mm-hmm. um, where it is. At its price point, it's great. A yeah. used Nemesis is a great deal. It's just, you know, there are better delay pedals out there, or like delay pedals with a little more soul in them. But for at that price point and feature wise, man, mm-hmm. great deal. The Nemesis is is a great pedal for the people who who want a smart delay without their first smart delay. I think that would be where it is. It's it's mm-hmm. not. It's like I'm not going to a timeline or something too crazy. And I want yeah. something that does a lot of good stuff. I think that's kind of one. kind of like the Nova delay from TC Electronic. Yeah, it's like a step up from that. Mm-hmm. And, and it sounds great. It's got amazing sounds in it. Or uh, like if you're thinking like, hey, I'm thinking about doing like uh, what whatever is it the DD500? Yeah, maybe something like that. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, it doesn't have all the deep dive menus, but you can use the the app and go into some crazy stuff. Yeah. So I had one. I enjoyed it. Um, I got rid of it because it wasn't exactly what I was wanting when it comes to functionality. The the tape is the first thing I usually go to on those guys. Is I want to hear the analog delay. I want to hear the tape delay. Because everyone's yeah. digital delay sounds good. Because that's the easiest one to really kind of do. Um, uh, but yeah, those. I was like, the analog was good enough. It wasn't quite the modulation point that I like, which is, you know, I'm I'm using a, a red knobbed tonal recall, so like right. I get to be a little cork sniffery there. And I'm using a Strymon Volante as my other delay. So it's like I'm kind of I, I'm super cork sniffy here, but like because like nothing does tape as well as the Volante that I've been able to use yet. I really the Volante, love Volante is so amazing. Like yeah. I, I, honestly I have I, I use the Volante and then the Wells from like my pedals. And that kind of keeps me covered. Yeah. Because the Wells is in, in, uh, pretty much like a carbon copy with a tap on it. Nice. So it's a nice analog delay. Yeah, it's a great option. Um, and uh, that's the same kind of thing. I have an analog delay and I have the tape. And I'm, that's all I really use. So um, all in all, yeah, I might be selling them soon. I don't know part of flips it's giving whatever so yeah we'll i like i up. like I, I really wanted to try the maris the mercury seven that seems like a lot of fun yeah ian's been using one for a while okay and he always complains it doesn't do spillover but i'm like no reverb pedal does spillover why do you need just i mean i turn get your it, volume knob like... down and change your setting right this is like like if you're doing like a freeze effect or something don't use your reverb to do it but yeah right well let's get ian on so we can just argue with him for a little bit no his uh, his mic sucked last week we don't want to repeat that yeah i actually listened a little bit oof i'm and, sorry yeah it's okay 
All right, congrats Andy, on well, guys, Diaz listened to a podcast. I listened literally for like 10 seconds. I heard Ian's audio and I stopped listening. AirPods do hopeful, not sound good. Hopeful, I'm hoping none of our listeners did that. Um, the dude but, owns uh, an SM7. He just never has it at home. It's a, that's the annoying part. But where is he taking it to? His friend's house where they do a lot of recording stuff. Ian. All right. Anyway, well, you want to dive through a bunch of rapid fire more Nam fill out spill out <clears throat> that is not Nam? Sure. All, All right. right. Are you gonna say it? Are you gonna say the first thing? Yeah, Walrus Audio has updated the Mako D1 to a V2. Um, so now it's the D1 V2, which I loved him in Star Wars. Um, <laughs> Shit. Oh my god. Adding, uh, how long um, how long did you plan that one? That, I, that just came out as I was talking. Oh, that's, that's amazing. I'm so proud of you. Um, adds a USB port and allowing firm grit. No, Pro Tools just crashed. Yay. Uh, I hope they heard firm grip updates because I was yeah. about to make it. So it adds a USB port, which allows firmware upgrades um, and adds a stereo width control, which when you're talking stereo pedals, that's a good feature to add. So... Um, Curious what the USB will add in the future. Curiouser and curiouser. Maybe uh, maybe they'll ha- have a software. For version 2, there's an added stereo width control, which adjusts both panning and the Haas stereo effect. The Haas effect is when you hear a delayed response as coming from a different spot. Uh, oh, they describe it that, sort of. But, eh, meh, Okay. Meh. So, yeah, it messes with the arrival time of stuff left and right to do stereo widening, which is what most widener pedals do. That makes sense. Do you think you're going to see a lot of V1s up for sale now? Or do you think it's not big enough of an update to make people want to, like, sell and get the V2? I'm still not sure how well this pedal did. I know they're continuing the line. They did the R1 and, you know, spoiler. And we won't spoil the next thing. But, um, oh, yeah. I was like, what do you know? And then I was like, oh, yeah, there's a list. He has didn't read the list, guys. He listened to a podcast and he didn't read the list. Watch again? Yeah, I think it's my email. Rectum. Yeah, Damn I'm going to turn on do not disturb mode. That usually cleans up some of this stuff. Uh, which is do not disturb for one hour. All right. So we'll see how this works. Yes. I'm here. I'm here. Okay. So same price point adds the adds the USB port. I think more and more of these pedals are going to start adding USB ports, one for updates for new algorithms and stuff, but also sometimes what it does, it lets them put a desktop UI to adjust everything. Cause I know um, like my complaint on the, the whole Mako series was you had to switch knobs. You had to flip a switch to get an alternate function out of something and then flip the switch yeah. again to adjust it, the other function of it. So, um, Having a desktop editor where all the knobs are available at the same time would be better. So hopefully something like that's in the works here. Especially yeah. as they grow this line out. <laughs> um, I mean, yeah. You know, they're going to grow this line out. They might as well come out with a modulation pedal if they do that. You know what? What? I might have something for you. You're not going to can believe it <laughs> you're not gonna believe it but walrus also launched uh the m1 high fidelity modulation machine holy shit yeah offering Sorry. six different modulation modes including oop nope diaz that's a list i'm gonna let you read it uh I, i'm not hold on i'm there i'm coming hold on <laughs> whoa not sound right at all <laughs> i'm sorry guys uh where's the damn list i should go right to it i'm so confused my computer's going slow oh all i can tell you is there's all right so it's got chorus tremolo phaser vibrato rotary speaker filter effects there's two of them then i guess okay that's what it says on this yeah wait one two three four five what so there's two filter effects i'm guessing no there's just one i'm just Pro Tools clips. So oh, I, said, six. I, I said filter effects just to jump back into the conversation. Oh, we're, but I thought you said there were six. That's five. There are clearly Chorus. six. Oh. Chorus, well, phaser, tremolo, 
vibrato, rotary, filter. Oh, okay. There's no comma on the list over here between vibrato and rotary speaker. Oh. <sighs> Bad so punctuation and ad copy, guys. Do better. Listen, listen, guys. The Oxford comma is here for a reason. Use it. Or, I mean, even an and still clarifies that it's two separate things. Yeah, I'm a little upset right now with whoever uh, was in charge of editing this. But, you know, it's really cool. Uh, you can use the left foot switch. It toggles between lo-fi mode. Um, or it uh, bypasses the pedal or toggles lo-fi mode. And then the right is a tap tempo foot switch. But you know what thing this doesn't have? What's that? Flanger. It does not. How am I, spo how am I supposed to do my Blink-182 well, cool sounds without flanger? Here, here's the question. How much of a range does it have on the chorus effect? Because uh, chorus could go into flanger. Yeah, but it's not. Okay. I I highly doubt it gets into flanging. Yeah. Well, you can also control some waveform stuff. You can control. I mean, shape and divisions. Get me, don't get me wrong. It's not. I mean, flanger would have made it like amazing, but. There's a whole lot packed into this little pedal. You can actually control There's... the age and the noise and the warble functions in there. I mean, this is this is again the thing as the walrus. This form factor is great because it's a single pedal that can do a lot. The MIDI's handled really well. Um, I know it goes against my rule of top and side jacks, but I'll make an exception for a stereo pedal with MIDI fitting in a single side enclosure. You're allowed to do both. Yeah. Um, so it's pretty incredible on that point, but it's just uh, getting at all of it quickly and easily is like learning a new language because it's 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 like Empress pedals are the same way. There's there's a, like alternate functions to so much stuff. So yeah, I mean this is really cool. And what what's the price point on this? It was what three fifty for the D D one V two. I think all of them are three fifty so far. At least they're consistent. Yeah, and you also have, I mean, don't forget, you also have the acoustic is in this one, too. Or not the acoustic. <laughs> it's the AC, whatever. It's the, the amplifier box they have. It's also part of the Mako line, isn't it? Yes. So now they got four pedals in this line? Yeah, they've got a delay, reverb, uh, amp and box, and uh, modulation. You think they'll do a multi... Maybe they'll, well, stereo, but I could, I could see them moving the ages or the eras into one of what these if, boxes too so you have midi control there on all the multiple drives that would be pretty sweet well yeah what if they did what if they did kind of like jhs and like are they i mean what if they like put just a whole bunch of drives in one pedal it'd be sweet well i mean they already have twice so you had the eras and the um ages which were both multi-drive pedals if you yeah but those. i'm sorry yeah but are you was it just dual drive or how many drives were in it uh didn't realize there'd be a quiz what did you bud no i was just reading something in our group chat that came from you that made no sense and my brain just stopped working uh that makes total sense that's not did, you did, actually texting no no that's why there's a uh, uh Twitter a watermark thing. twunk twunk to Twink, twink. Oh my god. <laughs> oh my gosh. I, I finally made it to the end of that last sentence. Okay, we're moving on. Um, oh, 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 you just saw the, the, oh, you like just opened the picture up and now like it makes sense? Yeah. Yeah, okay. Anywho. Okay. Um, so that was about 30 seconds that people could do without them on the podcast. All right, so Jam Pedals introduces the Seagull based on David Gilmore's famous Echoes sounds. All right, so if you don't know, now you will. Um, back in uh, the late 60s, early 70s, I believe it was like 69, 70, somewhere around there, um, David Gilmore had a tech that accidentally uh, put his wah, plugged it in backwards. And huh. so what happened was, was he found that if you adjust your tone knob, it makes like a kind of squealing like bird sound. It's just really cool. It's a very, it's not a lot of people. I don't know if anyone's ever used it ever since. It's very much a David Gilmore thing. So what they did in this pedal is they created um, that like cocked wah thing and had it set up. Like if it was to run backwards, a wah pedal backwards. 
and you can adjust your tone knob to make these really cool noises. Um, and it also has, it's a delay as well. So you've got a whole David Gilmore thing going on. You can use, there's uh, two toggle switches. Um, one of them adjusts the sweep on the built-in wah, and the other one uh, adjusts if the wah is on or off pretty much. Uh, this is a really cool thing, except for I feel like they've completely missed the mark by making the uh, the cocked wah or like the wah sound controlled by uh, a toggle switch. It needs to be controlled by a foot a foot switch. So this pedal would be more diverse. If it had a foot switch, you could, I think they would this would sell a lot easier because it would be a really great sounding delay with a neat little tricky thing. You know what I mean? Instead mm -hmm. of being one or the other. The jam pedals has always made great stuff. This pedal is only two hundred twenty dollars. I mean, and which is pretty normal. For, I mean, jam pedals is slightly more expensive because they're coming from Greece. Well, 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 yeah, 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 and that's the whole thing too. Yeah, 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 it's they're from you know overseas. And but the thing is that's I think really interesting about this is that um, it's right. I mean, that price is pretty spot on for almost any delay pedal right now. Yeah. Delay pedals have have been floating. Even the more simpler delays have been floating around the two hundred dollars. That's foreshadowing for another discussion topic later. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. I should know this, but um, yeah, it, it seems like that's they're really hitting the mark on the price. I think two hundred nineteen dollars is 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 a very solid price. Um, and and if you've listened to the show before, you know I'll be the first one to say nope, that's too expensive, or that's a lot cheaper than I thought it would be um the artwork on it's really cool i mean it's got it's got two knobs two switches so the knobs uh is a what is it feedback and level and it's the the art is uh a seagull like an, almost like an x-ray of a seagull it's got the outline and then you see the bones and then it's got a wall as well and it's all black and white so the wall being another nice pink floyd reference yeah, I think this is really great, and I know Scott hasn't said pretty much anything about it. I just well, I'm not about a Gilmore it. head, so like I don't no. know all this stuff, and so like it's it's fun to have you go through it, and I'm like, oh, cool. Yeah, sorry, I mean, I'm not active listening very well. I'm sorry. No, no but uh, like I mean, uh, yes, Gilmore yes, is... listeners, I just gave Diaz positive reinforcement on the on our show. It's not just an act. I do actually. <laughs> if if they realize how much we actually like talk outside of the show and are actually like caring towards each other, yeah. people would be like, "Are you serious?" Yeah, if we, <laughs> if we ever recorded the hour we talk before we record, where it's all like us just digesting the world and all our mental yeah, stuff. We, we, yeah, yeah, we we spent like almost, what, almost an hour talking beforehand. It had, had nothing to do with the podcast. We were just like, "All right, I guess we'll record now." <laughs> and that's but, when uh, we usually start yelling at each other because we're trying yeah. to like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, it's all a show. We're like Laurel and Hardy. Um, who who's on first? Oh. Did you just really say who? Like yeah. you don't know you don't know who Laurel and Hardy are? Sorry, I didn't catch the reference. When you started saying who's on first, I thought I, I caught it, but well, Laurel, okay, anywho. Um yeah, so to uh, I mean David Gilmore is is I think he falls on one on as one of the iconic guitar players when it comes to gear. Um I because, so here's the thing. It's like there's a certain era of music that just is kind of a blind spot for me. Mm -hmm. um, and it's mostly 80s music. And so like Pink Floyd falls into that where it's just it's a big blind spot for me. And like I know people love them. I know they're for good. sure. For I sure. I just don't know their stuff really well beyond money. Well, and I, I just I honestly never have sat down uh, and like listened to Dark right. Side or like any okay. of that stuff. So like I need I probably uh. need to catch myself up. Um, yeah, for sure. So, uh, I'm, I'm, I was actually always a pretty big Pink Floyd fan. Um, Dark Side, The Wall, uh, just pretty much anything, Echoes, Animals, um, anything post Sid Barrett. I didn't care for the Sid Barrett era. And, oh, um, you know what it was, was during that era of me exploring that era of music, um, long story short, um, I was in a fraternity and they hazed us really bad. Uh, and a Pink Floyd song is part of the hazing ritual. So like, I... It, I can't hear the song without getting like creeped out. So what song? Welcome to the machine. Oh damn! Which is kind of funny because like it's that a, that was like it's a fantastic. Song. That was like the end of Pledgeship was that song, but it was yeah, it's just weird. Anyway. Yeah, yeah. No, so one of my favorite things to do is to get totally like 
stone out of my mind and go and see pink floyd tribute bands see this Um, is another thing i don't i don't do drugs so like you you don't have to do drugs to appreciate pink floyd but it sure helps (laughs) (laughs) um oh especially all right listen here's the deal all right so i i want this on air um one time when we hang out in real life uh you can take uh uh, you can you can take cbd um i do and, take cbd well i know but i'm saying like we'll get you like a delta eight one do you do the delta eight i don't i don't know what i eat okay so so delta eight <laughs> sorry that still, was a diaz response to that one. <laughs> um all right but well, we're not gonna go into that but wait wait do you want to take me on a date is that what you're saying 100 percent. Right. i want you to watch the movie pink floyd's the wall but i want you to watch it with me so i can can explain a lot of the stuff to you because um there there's just a lot of stuff in that movie. So you want to get high and mansplain to me. I want to get high and share something that I love with one of my good friends. Okay. Yeah, I hope you feel like an asshole right now. Um I mean, no, I did I don't before want... we even got here, so whatever. Dude. <laughs> like, whatever. Um, yeah, no, no, but it, that's like one of those movies that I absolutely enjoy uh because I, Pink Floyd the band that i studied did a lot of the history on and like and really dug into one of the the bands um another artist that i did that with was meatloaf who recently passed away which was i know it's kind of weird a lot of people are like coming out of the woodworks like they're big meatloaf fans um but yeah you've been no, I, pretty out there being a meatloaf fan for a while yeah jim jim steinman and, and meatloaf working together on bad out of hell that i got that cd for my 13th birthday um and i wore it out but um yeah Let, let's we're getting distracted we wanted to get done at a certain time all right let's move on then all right so death by audio announces uh, a germanium filter i don't true vintage distortion i feel like if, you're just like, like fading it, out as you're reading the headlines here yeah i just i'm so tired of germanium like i'm like that being the don't seller. worry there won't be much more like i do like germanium uh because uh what's his face i had that fuzz face the eric johnson fuzz Mm -hmm. face and it's germanium based and i absolutely loved it but um i'm just kind of tired of it being like the selling point like just i would rather a pedal just be good and stand on its own laurels so my first question is how big is it it's, it looks like a standard size enclosure. Is this standard size enclosure? Because the knobs are so big. I think I think there's not. It looks like a mini pedal for a hot second until you realize there's two jacks on the top. Right. Um. I, the, I don't think the knobs are that big. I think just that style. The artwork we, uh, around it? The artwork around it helps with the illusion that it's a lot bigger than it is. But I feel like mm. when we see those knobs, we think of them in a larger capacity because those knobs are also used on like movies for like um like any sort of like nuclear thing you know what i mean like you see those a lot sure whenever you when just agree with sure me. sure <laughs> i i will also say i think this is even at this i think this is the smallest pedal that death by audio makes yeah they, they are pedals of size go big or go home yeah um and you know it's the classic death by audio it sounds like it's broken that means it's working kind of a punk rock thing they do yeah can you like ever like uh complain to them that their pedal like it sounds like it's broken they're like it doesn't do clean tones really well it doesn't clean up when i roll off the volume knob yeah it's not supposed to hangs up yeah because they're answering the phone still i don't know why people are calling in complaints (laughs) who do they think they are analog man um (laughs) sorry the analog man does do emails analog man springs for a phone (laughs) (laughs) Oh my gosh. Yeah, probably not. He, he just uses his AOL account still. <laughs> All right. Um so th- this next pedal. Yes. We had a we, we had a pretty decent discussion about it beforehand. We so did. um listeners, uh you can play along at home. We're gonna give you a name of a pedal. We want you to uh I want you to think about what this pedal would be. And then we're gonna tell you. And if you were right, 
uh, you can go on the Facebook group and tell us you're right. Go to Facebook group.com, Facebook.com slash groups slash the effects loop. Tell us you're right. If you were wrong, just go to the group and lie. Um, so new X has introduced the ace of tone. And it makes you see you the tone. Think? It opens up your eyes. You saw the tone. I saw the tone. Open up my eyes. I saw the tone. That's that was the music while people were like writing down their answer. Yep. <laughs> All right. So, <laughs> so um, this is a dual drive pedal. Oh, keep playing. Let's. It's a dual drive pedal. Uh, both sides have three knobs. Um, level tone and drive. Level tone and drive. Yeah. So it's it is a dual overdrive. One side is a blues breaker. What do you think's on the other side? You were wrong. It's a it's a TS. It's a tube screamer on one side and a blues breaker on the other. So it's pretty much a JHS double barrel or the sweet tea, whichever one's the. Isn't the sweet tea the, the single size tube screamer? No, the sweet tea is the. I think it's the moonshine. Moonshine is the single side. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, so it, it's. I, I here's the thing. I like New X's uh, look. It's usually pretty uh, standard, classy. Um, I Keeps love the enclosures. I like the enclosures how they have the the, the like more rounded edges. It's smaller than King of Tone, unless yeah, it's taller, because it. Uh, uh, King of Tone is a full-out double. I don't think that we are allowed to judge pe- judge anything besides. We're too tall for that. Mm. Taller is better. Ladies. Do you just admit to being a height supremacist? Um, yeah. <laughs> Women want someone who's tall, dark, and it, handsome. It's my favorite uh, thing to accuse people of being. because they, like, they freak out when they first hear it, and they're like, oh, yeah, I guess so. Yeah, yeah. I'm like... I, you know, women want tall, dark, and handsome, and I'm like, don't be sad. Two out of three ain't bad. <laughs> Meatloaf reference. Woo! Yeah, brought it full circle, baby. Yeah. Nice. Right. Nice. Um. So it's new X. Uh, have you looked? Have you seen the price on it? I haven't. One nineteen. F me in the A. That is impressive. I kind Dude, of the, want this. The now. dual drive pedals are becoming quite affordable. I mean, we had what was it? The Joyo King of Kings. Yeah. A few weeks back was even cheaper than this. Yeah, do you, which one? Which are have you had? Have you owned Joyo or New X before? I've not. Owned, no. I haven't owned either. No, um, but I've never wh- heard bad things about Joyo or New X. I've heard mixed on Joyo, uh, New X. I really haven't heard a lot of negative. So I was wondering. I don't know. I guess it would depend on what you wanted. But I, I really, I kind of want this. I mean, again, I if. If you're tired of belly aching about expensive boutique pedals and long wait lists, just go buy one of these. Put your name well, at the same time. Sign up for the long wait list, and by the time you're up on the wait list, you should be able to afford it. Yeah, but this isn't a king of town. I know, but it's actually this is probably closer to uh, protein. Yeah, that's another one. Yeah, but and here's the thing though, when it comes to dry pedals, I'm I'm just you know what I'm just gonna say it. There's a lot of cheap ones that sound just as good as the expensive ones. How dare a you? A lot. How I mean, dare you? Here's here's. I mean, you could get into this, this, and this. And there's also, it seems like there's a reason why a lot of the boutique builders that we all love are kind of getting away from throwing out a bunch of drive pedals anymore. Because a lot of these cheap companies are doing it and doing it cheap and doing it just fine. Look yeah. at look at um, Keeley has. I mean, they, they still put out drives, but they've gotten way, you know, away from putting out a whole lot of drives and they're trying to do other things. Uh, we, I mean, look at Walrus. We just talked about that. Um, they've got this whole series that's modulation. Uh, Strymon. Well, they never really were in the drive game anyways. And whenever they did, it wasn't great. Uh, Chase Bliss. Was the Riverside and the Sunset that bad? The I I enjoyed them. The, the issue with the Riverside and the Sunset was 100 percent um just people cork sniffing and shoving their nose mm-hmm. up in the air i mean the, honestly that's what did those in people who didn't want digital drive 
that was the whole thing i mean but anyways like uh, back are on the point same is, people are the people that probably bought kempers and, and, and helix and, helix and, and, and all the, they yeah. were fine with those ones i mean i had a riverside um and i actually thoroughly enjoyed it i got i could get so many different sounds out of it. i i've re- i've i don't I don't regret getting rid of it but i definitely wish i would have um kept it around longer Hmm. But yeah, um, that that damn, I want this. Oh, yeah. Dr- right. I mean, and the other great part is, I mean, I think what a lot of people don't realize is when you buy your first couple of cheap drive pedals, mm-hmm. um, you don't know how to dial in a drive pedal, and so you're yeah. using it wrong. You're trying to use the gain knob too much, uh-huh. to do too much, and once you realize that the trick is actually to pump the volume up beyond unity and push your amp a little bit with it and that's like this heaven spot for overdrives but you don't mm-hmm. realize that until you've bought the 300 dollars one or you've been playing a while so now you're all snobby about the new one even though your old ones probably worked pretty good yeah i need to buy a bigger paddle board i'm so tired of this bull crap i just need to do it anyway Moving on, you want to talk about some acoustic guitars? Sure. So uh, Taylor has introduced four new acoustic guitars to its lineup for 2022. Um, two additions to the American Dream series and two new Grand Theater models. So you have the AD270 Flametop, which is uh, their Grand Pacific body shape and V-class bracing. So it is its own kind of a shape. Um, yeah. Maple top, back, and sides, uh, and Adirondack maple for its neck. So that's actually an interesting spot. I actually really want to go get my hands on this guitar because usually you don't see maple necked acoustic guitars. Yeah. I'm curious what that added stiffness would do to the system. Um, but I also say this I've really fallen in love with the way um, Taylor handles maple back and sides. In the last mm-hmm. couple generations, I've really loved. I think it was a six twelve. I really fell in love with, and I've been wanting to get it, but I just don't need another acoustic guitar um, as much as I would love it. Um, but yeah, uh, that's pretty cool. They got, and it's you know it's maple, so it just it has a cool grain, and they they take advantage of it. You got the AD twenty twenty E, the GTE blacktop, and the GTE mahogany. Um, which are all um, so the eighty eighty two twenty e or sorry eighty twenty two e is uh, mahogany top and sepale back and sides, which probably makes it into a very nice uh, affordable kind of a slot. Yeah, that comes in at about seventeen hundred, um, and then the Grand Theater comes out with two models: a black version with a walnut back and sides. And spruce top and the mahogany, which is a mahogany top back and sides. Um, and those are also pretty affordable at 1800 and 1700 I really want to go try the, the, the walnut as well. Um, diver, that's one of my guitars that got away stories. I played a, a walnut uh, like triple low Martin mm-hmm. uh, at Green's Guitars when I was like 16. And I, st- I have not been able to even find existence that this guitar exists ever again so it's it's one of those guitars that got away that i can't quite figure out yeah i'm i've never i don't know i'm i've never really like dove into the acoustic world enough i don't know why well i mean i know why but yeah i mean my thing is um so i had a rough night a week and a half ago okay um and I was just feeling really down and really rough. And I, for some reason, I, I think I was fixing the humidifiers on my acoustic. And I pulled it out mm-hmm. for the first time in a while. And just different stuff came out of me. And um, it's just, I really love my 414 from Taylor. And there's just something that comes alive with it. Especially, I, this is not us being shills. But, like, legitimately when I stopped using Elixir strings. And I switched to um, string joy strings on that guitar. Mm-hmm. I just there's something about it like the bass got rounder um but i still had the brightness i wanted so i just 
I really love that guitar and I just love sitting with it. But the problem is I live in Chicago with terrible humidity in the winter. So it lives in its case and a guitar in its case does not get played. It's very true. All right. So um, I'm going to buy a temple audio board. The 43 trio. I'm going to get the big boy. All right. He's doing it. Everybody. I got to, I got to move some money into my account to order it but all right well you know you don't need to move a bunch of money in around dubai what's that court is coming out with a whole range of electrics that no one is going to buy unless there's a prs logo on it that's a mean joke but no one buys court no one respects the brand but they will love to buy you know like prs se's and all the other stuff they make for everybody else yeah there's something i don't know quartz just had that name that people i don't know why well it's the same thing with like samic we want we all want epiphones made by samic but we don't want samics for some reason do you i mean yeah am i wrong i no no but i i really think that what the what what's giving credit is the fact that paul reed smith brands actually came up with the design quartz just manufacturing it you know what i mean mm. it's kind of like um i mean it's kind of like craft mac and cheese versus like walmart brand mac and cheese or the house brand like it's sorry made for by our canadian same. listeners craft dinner they're not allowed to call oh. it cheese legally so they call it craft dinner <laughs> that's awesome craft mac and dinner <laughs> just that, sounds, that sounds like that sounds like a good night craft mac and dinner um <laughs> yeah all right <laughs> uh, but yeah um so like it's kind of the same thing where it's like oh they're made by the same people but craft has the recipe that and and you know the company that makes it can't use the exact same recipe kind of it's thing, that right you know mix I mean? of sawdust and orange dye <laughs> oh and salt that just makes that cheese substitute really get creamy um i've got i've got cracker barrel like mac and cheese they're selling it oh you know what's really great is the white cheddar one from president's choice (coughs) anyway Um, what's president's choice you don't have president's choice brand (coughs) i don't know what that is it's a it's often store brand uh i guess it just depends which uh you go to kroger right uh, yeah, yeah, usually Kroger. So Kroger is called Mariano's here. I'm trying to remember what they carry. Anyway. Um, what is this, a grocery podcast? I My first <laughs> job was working in a grocery store. My second job was. I worked yeah. at Winn-Dixie. I was a stock boy. I worked at Jewel me. and I bagged groceries. Listen, the, it was so awesome. So my best friend, Chris, uh, worked there. One of my best friends, Cody, um, Mike Nicolini, just there was a, a bunch of us that were in a group that worked there, and we we're all stock boys. And we just we'd take dinner at the same time. We'd eat out in the parking lot, and every like it was just that was one of my favorite jobs because I got to work with my friends. And we used to and like we were horrible with customers too, because like they would always ask us where something was, and we'd never tell them where it was. Right? Hmm. Chris would always tell them it was in aisle one by the sliced pimentos. No matter what they ask for. Aisle one by the sliced pimentos. Nice. Well, anyway, um, Quartz coming out with a bunch of high-performing electric guitars, including the X300 models with flip-flop finishes and EMG retroactive pickups. How are the guitars high-performing? Wouldn't the guitar player have to be high-performing? I think it's that the guitar allows the player to be high-performing. Okay, I perform high all the time. (laughs) So... Yes. Uh, you're a high performer. Uh, That's right. I am a high. What, do you, what type of guitar player are you? High performer. Yeah. Woo. I'm going to start using that. Put that on my musical anyway, resume. I, I kind of dig the flip flop finishes. I can't find a price on them, though. Um, these, you know you know who's really going to love these? This, this Jason really Fuzzmart. I'm sure Jason will. I love them because they, they remind me uh, that, that green one right there that I see. Um, reminds me teal of a Patrici. One? Yeah, it's like a, it looks. Reminds me of a Patrici. Reminds me of the Les Paul Studio finishes from the early two thousands. 
Ooh. where they went green to blue like that. Yeah, I love that vintage burst. That I, these these look great. The I bet the, you, I wonder the G two ninety Fat Two Antique Violin Burst is definitely going to click with anybody who's been looking at like an Ibanez AZ. Yeah, um, it's got that vibe, and then you've got if you're a locking Floyd I, boy, <sighs> you've got those two. Well, I really love the. Uh, I loved the Fishman I love the pickups in the body. Oh, they are Fishman influences. Some of these are. I mean, how much are these? these Got to be like around. I'm guessing they're around twelve hundred. Twelve, yeah. That, that that's not bad. Yeah, I could see, I could see twelve hundred and be okay. Just with that. based on where they're made and what they're coming with, equipped and whatnot. So. Yeah, they do. I mean, especially the fluids. Uh, I mean, that's the. Th this is the thing. Is like these are the brands that will throw great pickups and hardware on their guitars, and be at the same price point <laughs> as like. The the guitars that you buy with the intention of swapping the pickups. Yeah, exactly. Right. So <laughs> your options are swapping the pickups or sanding off the logo on the headstock. Which one do you want to do? Um, I you know honestly like yeah I I think there's just a really bad stigma against court that needs to go away. They, let's, let's, they were always know, the cheap beginner guitar that you you bought a Squire instead. That's what I, I think bought, of court. I, I stand with court. You got Matt Bellamy doing a bunch of models with court too with his Manson line yeah so i I, right. I you know it's kind of mad 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 you know what is also madness what's that d'angelico has introduced the premier bedford and the premier at ex1 electric guitars for 2022 and they are blue i don't care anymore i, I you know what sorry dan electro i'll never be able to get on to you d'angelico oh yeah that's what i meant <laughs> yeah what did i say Dan Electro. <laughs> oh yeah, no them too. But anyway, so but more Seymour, Seymour Duncan P90s though. on the Premier Bedford coming in at eight fifty, attractive price point. Um, oh, it's not attractive. The headstock. Um, you got the Premier e, Premier EXL one, which is your Jazz Cat arch top thing. And then they're also coming out with on the Premier SS, DC, and Mini DC, um, all with this pastel sky blue pastel finish, which looks good. It's a great finish on a guitar. Yeah, and they did the tort pick guards, which is I like it. Smart. I like it. Just don't like that stock. And wrapping up, Mackie has announced the M Caster Live, which this isn't normally something we necessarily cover but i honestly see a lot of people buying this because it's basically a um another option in the whole i live stream kind of space and record for a desktop interface so um, does it automatically do some sort of loop back so i don't have to like cry and figure this out because you have too old of a version of a focus right yeah yeah or you're not yep. willing to buy uh, a loopback function, and you're not willing to do. I think I send you a free one. You just haven't figured out how to do it. Yeah, I don't know what the hell I'm doing. Yeah. Um. So it's got mic, headset, headset, and media player inputs, so that you can, you know, get copyright takedowns for playing music off your iPod. Um, dedicated headphone and studio monitor outputs. Um. Oh, it actually has a perpetual license for the ERA voice leveler and DSer plugins, which are actually pretty good plugins. I have those. Um, so all around, interesting, coming in at 260 bucks. It's a little expensive, um, but it lights up and stuff too. So it fits that whole gamer aesthetic. So I think that's, I hate to say it, a lot of, I think a lot of like home recording stuff is going to become more gamer oriented because YouTube streaming all and the, all that kind all of stuff. The, so. Yeah, t people twitching tweaking twitching twerking. tweaking yeah oh that's it that's it that's it episode title twitching tweaking twerking all right um <laughs> you're not gonna use that you know it you. doesn't add my favorite feature the go xlr which is uh presonus's is it is it presonus does the go xlr i'm trying to remember who makes that one no clue dude. The go xlr has has a swear button oh so it has a beep it, it will it'll cut your mic and play a beep and then let your mic come back in so you can self-censor like, yourself. I actually think that's a really cool feature. I know um, 
Wait, Linus wait, wait. Sebastian so, of but, Linus Tech Tips uses that for a lot of his stuff, and he uses it very well. I mean, but, but you like you got to hit the button, right? Yeah. Okay. I was well. I was just making sure like it wasn't like it can detect swearing and beep it. I was like that'd be kind of confusing. That'd be kind of. I'm sure weird. somebody thought that's what it is, and now we're yeah, here. I I just did. <laughs> <laughs> that that literally just happened. You were there, Scott, for yeah. my brain to do that. So do well, we want to talk about how everything's more expensive now? Yeah, we can hit that for a little bit. Okay. We're hitting short we're kind of, Everything's hit. more expensive now. Yeah, even used stuff because like I've been looking at the used market and I'm just like seeing like Les Paul Studios for like eleven hundred. And Oof. I remember buying mine for like six. Yeah. Um so naturally used market went up because supply went down substantially. Mm-hmm. And like the early And demand went up. Demand went up. There's more people buying guitars than ever before. And yep. guess what? Everything's selling out. So what are companies gonna do? They're going to raise the prices because they can. Well, the thing is if they can only put out and even then, if they if they if they're having supply issues and they can only put out so many guitars, like I mean, the, the supplies from electronics companies and all yep. this, if it, if if they're having to, if they have a limit on their output now, they're gonna they want to raise prices to make sure that their income is sustain is the same if not more, because as a business, your goal is to always beat last year. I mean, that's just the way it is. Perpetual so, growth econ- economics. I mean, that's, yeah, that's, that's exactly what, what I was, yeah. I mean, and, and that's the thing. So yeah. that's like, I mean, and, and even in my industry, I work in the food industry. Um, we're starting to have to limit our menu because we're having supply issues. And, but our prices are going up because, and this, and, and all these guitar companies and all these businesses are in the same boat too. The cost of labor is going up dramatically cost of parts uh, are going up cost of every resource on earth is going up right now right That's why and we're we having live, inflation yeah so i mean and, and the entire world's inflating so the guitar world is not immune to that and i feel like um a lot of people don't realize that and i yeah. but i do have to say uh when it comes into the accessories world um pedals amps any not actual guitars i feel like the inflation has been handled very well and i feel like companies have had a minimal inflation now guitar companies well considering there was a 10 percent tariff on all chinese made electronics components right um which i think the tariff is that that tariff has ended but you know prices didn't go up during that tariff and you saw pedal makers complaining left and right i can't buy parts i can't figure this out right when are we all going to raise our parts which by the way is technically price fixing if everyone agrees to do it at the same time but um right this is just this is what it is and also we're at new model year so it's the opportune time to raise prices for the next year so you're yeah. going to see a wave of this all throughout i know fender raised prices across the board um mm-hmm. Gibson's the, been raising prices every year since the, I mean, for the past 10 years now. So there's a year where everything got cheaper, but that's because they strip features across the board. Right. Um, so yeah, it, it this is going to be, that's going to be the trend of the year. I think and it, it's going to hit you at a different spot at some point when you realize it, but mm-hmm. um, yeah, prices are going up. Don't, and this is not me saying go and buy gear as a investment property. But right. the other fun part is you're going to probably go look up. I mean, Reverb added that feature a while ago of like the My Collection. Mm-hmm. If you actually filled that out, it's a good chance you could go look at that and you go, oh, whoa, this is suddenly worth way more than I thought it was worth. And you might decide right. you want to like liquidate some of your extra pedals because they're worth a lot. I mean, I've got like five light drives. Those things are worth millions. I've got a Klon. <laughs> KTR still has not come back into production. Bill supposed to be out weeks ago. Yeah, the new KTR still hasn't come out. (laughs) Yeah, Um, just like the boost. Yeah, yeah. And I'm gonna sell my KTR someday and put my non-existent kids through college. It's gonna be great. Yeah, I I don't know. I've gotten uh, so. I mean, uh, people who've been listening, um, I've really I've gotten very stagnant on my purchasing. Um, I've honestly, I've gotten to a point where I've got an amazing, like core, um, like, doing the uh, that's why I, and squats and you got your core built up. Yeah. My upper core, my middle, my middle core, my side core, 
your lower core um, all, all the cores all the cores uh, but, but like I've got, I'm, that's why I want a huge board again because I've just got so much fun stuff. Like on my pedal board, I don't have my Rotosphere on it right now. I want that's to right. Put, you, uh, you start getting massive pedals too. I have been getting very like the the MM4. Oh yeah, that's a I I, I want to put. I, that's a very large pedal. Um, the Volante is a decent size pedal. Um, so, so much smaller than the four series though. So when you go another, from a DL4 to a Volante, you suddenly have a lot of board oh, yes. space. Which is really nice. Well, another thing I want to put on there is I want to put uh, my Dan Electro Real Echo. Oh yeah, you have a Spring King too. I do. I'm not going to put that. Yeah. Um, but uh, the Real Echo because honestly, I've, I've I love Incubus so much. I've been on a huge Incubus phase. Well, and you remember how big his board was? I it was it was two boards. Yeah, it was. It was two so massive. Literally two. He had to use two huge boards next to each other. He like kind of angled them, um, but like I, I'm really ex- I need to check the price on an MXR uh, Phase ninety Eddie Van Halen because oh, yeah. that's that's one pedal I have uh, been missing out on. But I mean, all right, let's but not yeah, just uh, talk. The, in, in short, sorry guys, everything's going to get more expensive because frankly the market will bear it. You know what? You know what you should do though. Just go on to Facebook and go into just groups complain and complain about, about it. it. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Go to facebook.com slash group slash effects loop and just tell us how much you hate prices and how things work. You know what you really should do is go lowball guys on reverb and complain that you have to pay sales tax on it. Oh, or what you do is you sell something on reverb and you don't know how math works and you just get really mad that reverb uh, uh, Takes made you pay like the tax. 7%. No, how Reverb made you pay the the sales tax. Oh yeah, you know how they do that. They like show the total amount that the payer or the buyer sent, mm. and they remove the sales tax from that, like in in the listing, and like show you how it's all broken down. Yeah, yeah. People are dumb. Well, right. I mean, the other side of it is everyone. You know, everything's getting more expensive. Like everything. I was watching a thing on like mm-hmm. how cars are all going for like twenty grand over sticker right now. Which is just ridiculous, um, dude. I I saw someone post a nineteen ninety seven Ford Ranger, which is a like right ninety seven Ford Ranger. You should right pay maybe. me to take that off your hands. That's such oh, an right. old truck. Honestly, like great condition, great condition, two grand. They were asking seven thousand dollars. Yeah. Well, I mean, I, pickup I, trucks I go in, north of us. I I saw a. Like four, uh, an actual four by four truck is going for in the hundreds of thousands right now. It's ridiculous. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Anyway, everything's getting more expensive. Everyone's getting really frustrated and fed up at their jobs. So that's the other part is if you're frustrated with this, now's a great time to look for a new job and make some more money. Just well, and, and listen, if anyone says, hey, how's it? Or hey, what's up? Just say the cost of living. All right, guys. Uh, go to theeffectsloop.com. That gives you links to our Facebook group, our Instagram, our YouTube. You can also email us at theeffectsloop.gmail.com. We did not do this at the top of the show because uh, we were having, we we're getting distracted by stuff. Um, but you Ooh, can, shiny. Uh, oh, I was looking to see what was shiny. All right, you can go to <laughs> patreon.com slash effectsloop and uh, give us money. That's really cool. It's a lot of fun. Makes us feel really good. We've had an amazing, also, if you're a new listener, thank you very much. We've had a really great uptick in listeners lately um, for no apparent reason at all. Uh, Ryan and Steve from Six Second And I just. And uh, Blake. Big, and. Oh, ton of oh yeah. When, when, you, when you went on to. Yeah. That was kind of like the catalyst was whenever you went on to the Tone Mob. I guess it was. Um, yeah. Yeah. And then and then shortly after Steve came on, then Ryan. And then I made an appearance this past Friday, which we've did nothing. really been trying to actually whore ourselves out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's pretty much it we're we're ready so if you have a podcast and you're listening let us on um so we can talk about our podcast on your podcast all right uh but having said that our, our patreon <clears throat> supports us by bringing it helping pay the frankly the, the patreon uh, podcasts have a cost hosting fees websites yep. yada 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 production costs um but if you are a five dollar or higher um importantly higher is an option um subscriber um you do get let into our uh, secret podcast lounge group chat uh where you get to actually talk to us influence the show give your opinions on stuff i'm always posting new gear as it comes out and kind of we gather our opinions from 
other people like and have those discussions all throughout the week. I, so if you want I to shared, talk back at us, that's a place to do it. And yeah, you get the episode we, early. What if what if, how about how about we just we will not talk to you unless you're in that group. <laughs> we just we don't you can't we, sit we with don't us. respond. Yeah, you're not yeah. <laughs> Seats taken. All, all right, right, guys. Uh also big shout out really quick, big ear pedals for sponsoring this episode. Y'all right. rock bigearpedals.com go check them out for the effects loop i'm diaz i'm scott and we'll see you next week bye guys bye